One of the happiest moments in life is when you find the courage to let go of what you cannot change. You're listening to Light, Love, and Laughter, a podcast created by two sisters wanting to share light, love, and laughter with the people with meaningful content, shared experiences, and laughter along the way. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Light, Love, and Laughter, and we're your hosts. I'm Shima. And I'm Leah. And we want to bring you some light, a little bit of love, and a whole lot of laughter to your day. <laughs> so, Leah, how has your week been? My week has been great. I can't complain about nothing. I'm eating good, sleeping well, breathing. I'm blessed. I can't say nothing else about it. How about you? My week was pretty good. You know, I can't complain. You know, just trying to get through another day I, I mean you know last week I was having a trying week but this week God has really showed up and showed up I will say that definitely Amen. more blessings more life more love more more laughter coming my way and my family's way that's all I got to say Amen. Can I just say amen anyway So I just wanted to um, get serious real quick. So today, during the protests in Nigeria, the protesters were being shot at after the government issued a 24-hour curfew. And we've seen that they won't let the medics through. And I just wanted to send some some prayers towards those protesters, what's going on in Nigeria, to end SARS, because it's real. It's a real tragedy. It's what's real going heartbreaking. On in the right now. So let's just send some light, some love. And um, we just need to pray for them all those being affected right now by that horrible horrible situation let's just pray for them did you see Tory Lane decided to respond four years later did you see it did you see it? yeah I seen that mess I'm like man sound like some excuses to me you never said that you didn't have the gun or shoot it. You just said it wasn't you. But you still ain't say who did it. And then the other thing, right before he said something, the bodyguard gonna come out with some <laughs> Like, oh, well, yeah, uh, Tori and the friend Kelsey was fighting over the gun or whatever. And I'm like, y'all just trying to come up with any damn thing, ain't you? So I, I watched it. And basically what he did was, first of all, he had ample enough time to come up with ample enough scenarios to what happened plus we know he be watching what everybody's saying and he done seen about 15 different conspiracy theories on what happened to man he brought all of them to the table all of them Bruh. if you got shot what an exit wound why y'all not in the surgery room why you taking pictures in the surgery room yeah he he kind of been picking off what other people are saying and going off of it I don't think that was his actual... He piggybacked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a shame because it's like, I just couldn't watch any of it anymore because it's just like, you just like, I think that's just the worst type of abuser. Not only did you abuse this woman by shooting her, but then you try to make it seem like she's lying about her trauma right. and her abuse. I just think that's just, just the worst kind of person. And if, and if I'm wrong, God... Let me be wrong. But, you know, not only did you come out with a statement months later making it seem like 
not only that she a liar, then you make a whole album about it, and then you try to convince people after you done seen what everybody else been saying about it, that she a liar. It's just, that's the worst. And I hate it. So this this incident happened at the end of July. She had all of August, all of September, and up until now to recover from her injuries. He's saying she out here twerking. She out here on her feet. Every once in a while, you see her do this. Or you see her do that. And you know what his response re- his response reminds me of? You know when you have like a white person, a Caucasian, who trying to convince you that they're not racist. So they lay out all the things that they've done for black people. Oh, I got black friends. I hang out at this black establishment. I got black coworkers. I interact with these black people over here. His response screams, I- I love women, but I don't beat women, even though I do beat women. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know how many times an abuser came out and said, or he'll come up to you and say, oh, I love women. I would never hurt women. And next thing you know, the girl that he with do something that he don't like, and he end up beating her up or killing her. And now he's facing life charges because he couldn't control his temper. If you got to tell me you... that you love women and that you like women, then you usually don't. And you need to be suspect. Right. All right. Period. Moving on from Tory Lanez, because that's exactly what he is. Lanez. Let's get into this social talk. Yeah, let's get into it. The subject of him, Mr. Ice Cube. I personally think he's not a sellout. So just a little backstory. Last week, the Trump administration posted a tweet saying that Ice Cube was working with them in support of the Platinum Plan. The Platinum Plan is Trump's plans for African-Americans or Black Americans, whatever you want to say. The people on Twitter or social media, whoever, all went crazy and he received all kind of backlash for this. Cube then went on CNN to clarify that he is not working with the Trump administration camp or campaign, but he reached out to both Democrats and the Republicans. The Democrats said that we can get back with you later after the election, and the Republicans reviewed the plan, made adjustments to his to their platinum plan. You know, I get what you're saying, and it's like, okay, this is how I see it. Like, Ice Cube did what he felt was best for trying to get an agenda pushed. Like, all that Democrat or Republican. I'm going to whoever's in power to sit down and talk with them. And here's my plan. Here's what I want to see happen for Black people. Can you do this? Now, do I think that the Trump administration will actually do this? No. But I bet my life on it? Hell no. But what I would say is, at least he got the opportunity to go into to actually present his plan and have someone to actually listen to it. And it's a shame that it wasn't the Biden administration. If it was the Biden administration, he wouldn't get so much of the backlash that he didn't got. But I just feel like, I don't think D.L. Hughley had a right to say on his podcast or show, whatever the hell he got going on, I don't think he had a right to say Cube isn't even qualified enough to have a conversation with people in power about Black issues or Black problems he's been doing that for years and he a comedian he doesn't have any kind of degrees or anything like that and i understand what he's saying as far as we should put the people in place who has done this stuff for years and have enough sense to understand where we need to go in those directions but he don't have a right to tell cube or say that cube isn't qualified enough to at least come up with some ideas 
And you know what? And I usually listen to, um, like, every now and then I listen to Diaz show on the radio or I listen to his um, podcast snippets on, on Instagram or whatever. But like you write, I definitely disagree with what he had to say. I think him saying that uh, Ice Cube isn't qualified is just as equivalent as a white man saying that a Black person isn't qualified to say something because of what they do for a living and all that stuff. When you have the people out here, like the Black people out here that are educators that are in these fields y'all don't want to listen to them you want to listen to the people on social media you want to listen to the ice cubes you want to listen to the kim kardashians you want to listen to those people you don't want to listen to mr johnson over here with his phd in psychology Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um african studies you don't want to listen to him you don't want to listen to the scholars and for you to say oh well we need to get some people in that um no, my y'all wasn't listening to him before. So what are you gonna listen to him now for? And I'm like, not saying that we just, can't listen to him now. I think everybody has oh, everybody who has an idea of an agenda that should be pushed forward should definitely oh. get the opportunity to state what they think should be done. But my thing is cute. Oh, said, absolutely. Oh, and, and let me just clarify, I wasn't saying that you know we right. shouldn't listen to those people. That was that wasn't what I was saying at all. I was just saying that well, these people have been saying this for over years and years, but you don't like their approach and how right. they're saying it. They don't mm-hmm. get the same light shown on them as like a person like Ice Cube. True. He did a, a contract with Black America. And it's just all the things that need to be laid out for all things Black people. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. When the Latinas need something done for them, they don't say, okay, let's do it for the people of color. No, they don't. They said, let's do this for the, our group. When the LGBTQ needs something done, they do the same exact thing. And even though it's people of color and Blacks and Latina and everybody in that group, when it's an agenda that needs to be pushed for certain groups of people, everybody that has no problem pushing these groups. But they always right. pushing Black people in this minority, this Black these people of color categories in which we don't even make up a good percentage in these in these categories and they don't give us nothing when we do we never read the benefits we don't read the benefits and that's all he's saying listen Mm -hmm. y'all got these agendas out here for people of color and y'all classify us as people of color or minorities and it's not working we need something separate so that y'all understand what we need so that we can we can be pushed ahead because the wealth gap is too big and we're not getting ahead based off of that and he ain't saying that everybody else don't matter he just saying we matter as well so we need something done as well we don't think he'll sell out we're not gonna say he'll sell out because we understand what he's saying we know that the trump administration used this the fact that they sat down with him as a ploy for the election to try to get the vote right 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 about it is and like you absolutely right with that um you know and i completely agree with um the black america contract because no it's always the reparations talk or whatever but there seriously need to be some type of formal rectifying for slavery of black america there needs to be some type of formal rectifying of times that we had to deal with jim crow and segregation we need some we need some real stuff here All right, so let's get to this topic of the week. If you could erase one thing from existence, even 
the memory of a thing, what would it be? I would erase racism. And the reason why I would do that because no one would ever know what that is. I think erasing something that broad will get rid of all the little kinks and stuff. Like prejudice kind of falls under the umbrella of racism. Like um, people being envious. Like it's just a lot of things that kind of resonates under that. And I just feel like, you know, if you could erase that, like everyone would kind of see everyone as being equal no matter what their skin color is. True. But do you think that the world would find something else to discriminate against if it's not race? Yes, because um, my religion tells me that you shouldn't be of the world. So because of what the world is. So this world does, it It, it basically is a, a manifestation for, you know, evil things. So I did say in the beginning, like, you know, um, that's what my religion tells me but I am more of a spiritual person I don't believe in like doing all that show for like the whole religious purposes or whatever because uh-huh. I do believe in God and stuff but I'm, I'm definitely more of a spiritual person than I am religious right like I definitely believe in God I believe in Jesus all that like most definitely I believe Jesus died on the cross rose from the dead on the third day I believe Ooh. that I I definitely don't believe in using the Bible as a weapon to hurt people. And I feel like some people do use the Bible to hurt people. The only person that you should be hurting with that Bible is Satan. I agree. I would I would definitely agree with that. Removing racism from the world. What would you do? If I could erase one thing from existence, even the memory of the thing, what would it be? Accumulate fat. Uh Accumulating fat. Oh, well, some good, some is fat is good fat. Accumulate bad fat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if I could erase fat from existence, bad fat from existence. If I was to erase one thing, it would be fat. Mm-hmm. It would be fat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and then sometimes it, it, it cannot can, exist because bad fat can clog your arteries and help you have all kind of other health issues. So I agree. Right. You know what? You know what? I would erase. I would erase cancer, sickness. I would yeah. erase that. I would erase that too, like, like, but because man, colon cancer took out a good, good person. Not, not saying like, you know, all the people who died from like colon cancer and stuff like their lives wasn't important. But like, when you really look back at like Chadwick Boseman and the way that he lived his life from the point of time of having his diagnosis of cancer to now, you'd be like, man, that man was going through all that while still trying to bring joy to other like kids who had cancer that they were fighting and going through whatever. That like that hit me hard. I was like, man, man. You, your last moments, you were trying to bring joy to other to other kids and to other humans and stuff and it just really showed how he really made the most of his life and I think the um his legacy even though he didn't have any children or anything that we know um that we know of like I really hope that his legacy lives on and he's just not you know how people like you know when someone dies you just get that oh that was so sad and people just move on from it and go even though that's life but I really just hope people truly remember the legacy he left behind and that was wanting to bring joy to people I really hope people could see that sometimes what you're most afraid of doing is the one thing that will set you free What do you do when you find yourself in a place in life where you're unhappy or not where you want to be? And how do you get out of it? 
um, I would um, say, because I kind of go, like, you ever, like, looked up, like, meditation and all the things that go into that? Like, I feel like I go into, like, my inner chakra, and I kind of, like, meditate, like, to myself and think about it and really process, like, the solutions for it, and then I bring myself out of it. It's That's definitely kind of weird to explain, but, like, it, it's kind of something that, I've learned to cope with and it works for me for some reason. I can agree with that. Um, I suffered from depression for a long time, especially after um, my separation. Um, I went through some really dark days. So it took a, if I, I, first of all, I have a team. I have a team of some really strong and loving people behind me um, who really pushed me up out of my, my rut. And it took me a while to discover meditation. I used to do it, but I didn't really know how to do it. And I didn't know its purpose. But nowadays, I myself meditating and yoga. Mm-hmm. Or it just depends on what form of frustration I may be in or unhappiness that I may be in in the moment and what may work in that moment. Sometimes it requires for me to go out and get some some air. So I go yeah, for a ride. I do that too. Yeah, go for a bike ride. Or it may cause for me to be quiet. So I, I do that still, a lot too. Or it's um, or it may call for me to, you know, do something clean. Cleaning is very therapeutic for me. Create. I create things. I paint. I'm not a good drawer. So I do abstract painting or I, I find something to make that always helps me think through my thoughts. Because sometimes you I, I find it difficult to kind of organize my thoughts and where I'm at. I just be so frustrated or something. So creating or cooking or cleaning or Doing something with my hands allows my mind to organize the thoughts and figure out what I want to do. Cooking can be therapeutic for me. Also, um, music too. Like if I listen to certain music, it helps me to really like go into that zone. Like if I listen to something happy, like some Faith of Beverly and Maze or something like that, it puts me in a good mood. Like, you right. know, there's something that's like, some happy music with some meaning or something like mm-hmm. you know it just it it it'll put you in a like it a mind space you know especially when you cook it so when I used to when I meditate now when I meditate now I don't really do a whole lot of listening to people tell me what to do but when I was going through it I listened to this lady Sarah and her live awake podcast listen when I tell you that podcast was a blessing sin, I'm telling you, because girl, things she helped you walk through in those audios, you you gonna listen. If you I'ma send you the podcast. When when you listen to this lady, I feel like she was in my business. I feel like she was in my business. And I was like, Sarah, what you doing, girl? And I was just, I would, I would listen to her and then I would go right. And after that, I'm good. Just need like, give me like 30 minutes. <laughs> give me 30 minutes and listen to my Sarah and go write this out and I'll be all right. But yeah, I just want to give the people a little light on how to deal with situations or how how we deal with situations when when we may, when we find ourselves in a place where we unhappy. And then you just work through it. You figure out your thoughts. You figure out where it is you, where you are, where it is you want to be and what it's going to take to get you there. Because life is not all planned out. You can have everything planned out to the T, but if if you find yourself in a space where you don't understand how you got there, it's nothing wrong with 
sitting back, writing it all out. This is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. How am I going to get there? It sounds simple. It's, it's not as simple as it sounds, but it's a start. Yeah. And I feel like at this point, like it needs to be a lot of, you know, um, I feel like it should be more places where people can get out their stuff um, when they're having like mental like issues and stuff going on because it is a lot of people suffering out here with mental issues, especially now that this pandemic is here. It's just really affecting a lot of people. So that's when I hate when I see people who come out and have these different rants and stuff and really abuse the name of mental health and bipolar and things like that it really aggravates me to an extreme level because I'm like look don't throw in mental health and bipolar if you're really not doing the work to make yourself better or if you really don't and if you're using it for your own personal gain to be able to get a pass of saying some bull and speaking of somebody that's distasteful Let's get to this month. I'm getting tired of this. Are we about to talk about Kanye West? Yes, because I'm like I'm tired of him, like with this whole mental health thing. Like always using it. He's been using it as an excuse for the past two years. And I'm tired of it. Because it is people out here in this world who are really, really, truly suffering from bipolar, who really have true issues of mental health and you're making a mockery of it just so you can get a pass to say something and it's so annoying to me and then he had the nerve to like try to like dismiss Issa Rae for um, her saying F Kanye on um, Saturday Night Live and you know his response was like oh I'm praying for Issa Rae and uh, you know SNL always uses black people to you know put other black people down or however he said it but the purpose of it was like ain't you been on that show seven times like six seven times haven't you went on there to do one of your pro-Trump rants that was the last time you were on there say that oh you paid the way for your 20 years in the business for her to be able to even have a platform and you know i just felt that that was disrespectful and distasteful hello because it's like who do you think paid away for you to even be able to do the things that you're doing like um you had so much to say about what Harriet Tubman had to do, but Harriet Tubman paved her way, baby, for many people of color, black people. Mm -hmm. She paved the way. And for you to discount her or try to discredit her efforts, she risked her life, her life. Every time she went down to, to the South to try to free slaves, every single time, she freed hundreds of slaves. What have you done? Mm -hmm. I, I, I just need to know this. And, I, and I'm not talking about your um, giving away your free shoes, which you can write on a, uh, a tax write-off. I'm not talking about, you know, self-righteous Sunday services. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> about you're on the presidential ballot. Like, I need to know some things. You want people to take you serious as a presidential um, candidate? Let me ask you some questions, Mr. Um, presidential nominee. What is your agenda? 
for the black community. What kind of jobs do you plan on creating for black? Um, if I can ask, uh, what is your stance on the systemic racism? What is your stance on how you can improve black community? What is your stance on education? Like, I need to know some real things because the only thing that I ever see you post about that you care about is wanting to be on the board of GAP and wanting to be on the board of Adidas. You want me to vote for a presidential, a presidential candidate that don't care about being on the board? People got real issues and real this is a global pandemic going on. Don't nobody give up about you being on the board of Adidas. It's people out here that's dying from COVID and that's been, been on, out of work from COVID. You got people that's on the front line battling COVID. You had COVID. Daniel West had COVID. So it's like, if you ain't talking about putting out a real plan together, the only thing I see you as is a distraction to ask to get somebody in there who can get Trump out. That's what I see you as. Move out the way, sir, so that we can get some real change going on right now. Because we need somebody who's going to come into the White House and actually change some Because all this playing presidents, we have had enough celebrities and chiefs. We need some, a real commander-in-chief to really come in and do what needs to be done for the country. We need somebody to come in and heal the country. We need somebody to come in and really restore people's faith in these into the government, basically in the three branches of government, because nobody has faith in the government. Anymore. Nobody has faith in the legislature. Nobody has faith in the judicial system. And nobody definitely has faith in the executive branch. So it's like, you know, we need somebody who's going to come in and restore all of that. And from what I'm seeing at Kanye West, that is of no interest to him. So why are we voting for you? Like, every time I see you, you coming on here about something, it's like, look, what you got to sell now? Okay, what you trying to sell us, Avon lady, sir? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, every time I see you, you coming on here trying to distract people's attention, like, oh, this, this, and that, and that. Oh, I'm tired of this, and I need to go on the board of this. Oh, yeah, go cop my album that's coming out next Friday. So, I'm like, nigga, that's all you had to say the first time. Bruh. <laughs> we don't Shit. want it. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want it. <laughs> but it's like, come on, man. Like, it's 2020. Yeah, we done had enough of your shit. Okay, like it's getting real old. Like the whole um, I'm suffering right. Now. I'm going through. Uh, it's getting real old. Like you're gonna need to come up with a new routine because that I'm playing bipolar is too old. Okay, it's too tired. That's why mm -hmm. the Trump administration hasn't really come out and start ragging on your ass like they do Joe Biden because they already know what you being on the ballot means. Right. It means less votes for Joe Biden. Well, on that note, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think Kanye West is a, a whole unnecessary ploy and i think he needs to be in somebody's hospital somewhere he really is sick if he's not sick then he need to sit down and let the people do the things that the people need to do we as we need to stop making excuses for him and his rants and the way that he talk and the exactly. way that he say things it's kind of like when your ignorant cousin come up and say some shit and you gotta excuse her, or you gotta make excuses for the for her at the table. Like, don't bind her because she that's she's just not such all the way there. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm just like, nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. He is grown. He all the way grown. He got kids. He got a wife. He got businesses. He got money. Billions got of dollars. And exactly. there's no reason why we need to be making excuses for his actions. Period. Exactly. I don't, I don't agree with mm -hmm. Kanye does what's necessary and beneficial for Kanye, which is typical narcissism. And we're not going to keep excusing his BS. 
period. No, we're not. No, we're not. Hey, everyone. This is the part in our show when we show love to a small business. This week, we're showing love to Miss Ashley Kelly, the business owner of Ash Lash Queen. She sells accessories. Have you been looking for that perfect add-on to your new look? She got you covered. Here's where you can purchase stylish lashes small sunglasses, oversized sunglasses, and large shield glasses. Ash Lash Queen even has fashionable headbands and classy handbags. The name of her website is www.ashlashqueen.com. Again, that's A-S-H-L-A-S-H-U-U-E-E-N.com. Her Facebook page and Instagram is also Ash Lash Queen. Ashley is located in Daytona Beach, Florida, and only makes deliveries to Daytona, Port Orange, and Ormond. If you're not in those areas, you can still go to her website website place an order and that order can be shipped out to you we notice what you're doing queen and we're sending you some light and love your way close it off yeah what you thinking how you gonna spend the rest of your week child yeah well you know what i'm gonna spend it doing something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we gotta do these bloopers man we gotta do these bloopers <laughs> listen these bloopers are gonna be so funny i'm oh tired of you come on now what's your last thoughts now come on not last thoughts what's your closing thoughts take that back laura snatch that right out of there yeah i'm just gonna try to give a little light love and laughter this week it's 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 been such a better week now <laughs> don't look at me and start laughing get stuff <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, keep on continuing to be the best me I can be and, you know, just stay positive, just keep like, you know, thanking God for all the blessings he's given me in my life and my family and, you know, just pray for this, you know, this world right now for everybody going through what they're going through right now. Just, you know, just please hang in there the best you can, you know, just sending prayers out there to anyone who needs it right now, you know, because you never know what people are going through. Amen. Leah, what you gonna do for the rest of your week, girl? I'm about to have a ball editing this podcast for first starters because the giggling in this podcast is oh my over the top. Over it's the like top. love and laughter. At the end of this episode, we, we got might to laugh just have sometime. to add the bloopers in here. We gonna have to add the bloopers because this is hilarious. Laughing. This is so funny. Anywho. I'm just going to continue to do do what I do, that things that make me happy. I'm going to love on my family. I'm going to love on my life. I'm going to do some yoga, maybe. I'm going to do some exercise, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm going to eat right, maybe. I'm going to do the things that make me happy, absolutely. And I'm going to watch my crime shows. I'm going to watch I my like crime you, shows. I like how you said maybe, like, to all the other things, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Everything. I don't want to be like responsible when I'm listening show, to this. Absolutely. <laughs> Ain't gonna be eating that nasty candy corn. Oh, listen, candy corns is life. Okay, how, how you don't like candy corns in October? First of all, how, how you don't candy like candy corn, corn? Ain't even no real candy. That's probably like some damn plastic or some shit. That they some probably just in, infuse some damn flavor into some. Shit. Who came? Ain't that uh, what all candy is? No, it ain't no. plastic, but it ain't what you know. What Listen. you perfectly described the reason why, like you know, only people who watch unsolved mysteries and crime shows eat candy corn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no normal person likes candy corns. You probably like peeps too, don't you? You like peeps? I love peeps. Prove <laughs> <laughs> my point. <laughs> no normal person likes peeps. Like, come on. <laughs> oh my God.
<laughs> my point. Like you just keep moving my point. Who don't like peeps, man? What? Peeps. This peeps. season they came out with the best ones. They had some peach ones, girl. How yeah. you peeps? Peeps are disgusting, and so is candy corn. It's marshmallows. <laughs> Who don't eat marshmallows? First of all, them was marshmallows with some type of on top of them like if i want some <laughs> if i want some marshmallows i would just go get some um, some regular white marshmallows from not the store like i'm not gonna buy no peeps if i want some marshmallows okay oh my gosh <laughs> like, oh my gosh like candy corn is just so disgusting like who ugh. like you can't even describe how horrible it is it's just no, uh, it is good. Ever, candy corn is no, good, and I'm not. Even, I'm not arguing. I'm not even debating it. It's good. Not, if you don't like candy corn, it's because you're too stank. You th- your attitude stank. If you eat some candy corn, you ain't gonna have a stank attitude. You watch some crime shows, and you get your life. Mm-mm. Anyway, thanks for listening to Life Love Laughter. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at light underscore love underscore laughter to join our show as a guest. And also, if you want to be featured in our small business shout outs, email us at lightloveladderpodcast at gmail.com and we'll put you in our show. We want to say thank you for listening and come back and join us next week for another episode of Light, Light love, love, and Laughter. Bye.